Welcome, fellow Lumineers, to another episode of Class for Five, your guide to the enchanting world of Disney Lorcana. We're your hosts, I'm Faith, and with me is my co-host and fiance, Michael. Nice little announcement there. Uh-huh. Um, and today we're going to talk about some of the locations we hope to see, our picks for cards of the week, organized play, and finish with some pack openings. The news slowed down quite a bit this week, so uh, we only had to reveal the Lumineers Trove uh, for Into the Inklands and a few card reveals. So Faith and I did some thinking about what locations we would love to see um, and what effects those cards might have. Uh, first up for me, sh- big shock. So my playmat is the city of Atlantis, and that is obviously the number one location I would want to see. And my ideas uh, for this would be like either characters at that location gain ward or bodyguard by the location. Because if you think about it, um, in the movies, we have those giant statues who mm-hmm. protect those people and uh, protect the people from in the city of Atlantis. And so it would make sense that those giant bodyguards would be like either either bodyguards for the people at the location or ward because they cast that shield over the mm-hmm. whole city. And so while they could be still like, you know, directly attacked, it would protect them from, you know, firing the cannons. You know, you wouldn't that cannon fire wouldn't be able to go through the shield of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. So that's my idea. And I think that those two would probably be the best, like, location effects for that. Faith, what did you have? So, for some reason, my mind immediately went to Peter Pan. So, two of my locations are from Peter Pan. But the first one I thought of was the Lost Boys Hideout. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, because I'm assuming, like, in the future they'll make, like, the Lost Boys. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so, I was thinking that, like, maybe... If you have the Lost Boys and Peter Pan at those locations, like, they give each other ward. Because, mm. like, the whole point of Lost, like, the hideout is so that people can't find them and they're protected. So, like, maybe ward or, like, maybe even resist. Resist. I think, I feel like, yeah, maybe ward or even, um, what's the, what's the word for, um, so you can't, evasive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Evasive would also Ooh, be a evasive really good would be a good because, option yeah. too. I don't know if that would be too powerful though, because if you have all of your Lost Boys and Peter Pan in there and they all get evasive, well, that's just um, <laughs> you just have to contend for that, you know. Yeah, but that was my first one. Okay. Um, I would love to see, and I know this is Pixar, but I would love to see the Ring of Stones from Brave, where um, the they they have to go to the Ring of Stones, right, to, like, shift. Like, they turn into the bears there, right? Or no, they... that's how they fix the mom at the they end, is they have so, to, she has to yeah. hold the tapestry. That's where they she goes to hold the tapestry. Okay, so I think something like that would be, uh, like, the fun idea for it would be cheaper shifts. So if you shift, normally it costs five to shift. If your character's there... Uh, at that location, they can shift for half price or, you know, two less ink, something like that. Uh, just yeah. because the whole point of that place is like this, like shifting location. Mm-hmm. I, again, Pixar, and I'm sure we'll get to it at some point, but like the little witch's cottage with the little treat thing would be such a cute location item too. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Disney is just like, no matter what location they give, all of them are going to be so good mm-hmm. just because Disney does such a good job at like imagery for locations and making making places in their movies like meaningful for, mm-hmm. for characters and so um i think we're going to see lots of really 
um, fun and cute interactions between locations and characters, uh, whether it's specific characters or just all characters in general. Um, I'm really, I'm really interested to see which route they go. Or do they focus more on just this card affects all cards here, or are they going to continue to specialize and say like, oh, this place, you know, th this these couple locations are only going to work for kings and queens, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, I wonder how specific they'll choose. Yeah, like if they, if they to go more broad. make like a castle location, like if that will only affect like royalty and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I actually talk about one of those. Um, I'm gonna, I'll just go back to back with mine. But Cusco's throne room. Now I have no idea what this would be like. I thought maybe like when you play, you can search the deck for um, Cusco, and the first Cusco that pulls up, you can just automatically play to that location. Do you think you could play to the location, or do you just add them to your hand? See, I know that playing to your hand would be more balanced. I just like the idea of Cusco's throne room played. Oh, search, put Cusco down immediately. You know, I don't know. Maybe you could balance it out a little bit by you have to play him exerted so he could mm, be immediately attacked yeah. before you could do anything with him. Because, you know, his ink still has to dry, right? Um, the alternative was buffs for all kings. A what? Uh, so some kind of buff for all kings. So maybe oh. kings get resist plus one oh, at Cusco's yeah. throne room or like extra strength or some ability. Or like the no touchy could come into this too where they also have ward, something like that. Yeah, I feel like um, for it to be like affect all kings, we would have to get kings. Yeah, I don't well, think we have any it. kings. We've got a handful of kings. Do we? I just think they're all princes. No, no, no. There's lots of kings. Mufa there's a few Mufasas that are kings. Oh, Mufasas. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a couple. Uh, there's, yeah. And then there's a couple Simbas. And then King Louis is also a king. Mm. Um, I am blanking on some of the other. But we, we've got a handful of kings already. Cusco, all of his are king. Even him as a llama is still a king. Oh, okay. Attribute. So yeah, we've, we've I mean, got yeah, quite I a few. Think of, I guess I was thinking of like your very typical like Cinderella. Mm -hmm. like I guess you, also your deck. I don't think I've seen you play with any kings, so that might be why you you feel that way. Well, I do have Mufasas in my deck, but oh, that's I just never really. I don't know. I didn't go to king with him, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, my next location. So I'll do mine back to back now too. Um, my next one was the Jolly Roger. Again, Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, if you do the Jolly Roger, maybe if you play a Fire the Cannons and you have a Captain Hook at that location, your Fire the Cannons does like three damages instead mm -hmm. of two. Okay. So it gives that extra one. Yeah. So then when you play the Captain Hook that lets you return Fire the Cannons to your hands, you're more likely to play him. Be you're more likely to play him because it does more damage. Okay. I thought I like that, that would be fun. And then like maybe because there's there's some Mister Smee's. And one of his other um, crewmates that, like, interacts with Captain Hook, maybe they have, like, some more strength mm. on the Jolly Roger. Or, Pirate, like, oh, you all pirates, maybe? Yeah. Or, yeah. The, and, like, maybe, like, if an opponent has a Peter Pan, they get, like, a, like one, last, one less attack or something. Mm. Just something like that. Um, my next one was Rapunzel's Tower. And if you have Rapunzel in her tower, she does more healing. Oh, so like so my Rapunzel that I always use says exert to remove up to two damage from a chosen character. Like if you have her in a tower, exert to remove mm. up to three. Yeah. Okay. And maybe Mother Gothel has more strength in the tower. Mm. Like if you put her in the tower, Very she's got more strength. For different characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that would be super fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
I wonder if they're also going to have characters... Mm, no, that would be too specific. I was going to think, like, characters that do extra damage for specific locations, but that would be so, like, specialized of a strategy that it wouldn't it wouldn't be viable. Yeah, are you saying, like... Like, I was thinking Flynn Rider would, would be extra good at attacking, like, Rapunzel's tower because he's, like, he's able to get into yeah. the tower and stuff. Yeah. Like, that makes sense. Or, like, Lady yeah. Tremaine, like, does extra damage for, like, the castle. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to get character cards that do bonus damage against mm-hmm. locations. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit of, like, what Ink Color would do yet. But I, I imagine we're going to have, like, assault characters that, like, or siege characters, you know? Like, they're, they're really good for doing extra bonus damage against locations. Um, like, we'll have... Siege could even be, like, the... <clears throat> um, like the counterpart to resist, where it's instead of defense plus, it's um, attack plus for specifically um, locations. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we have Challenger, but I think that they're going to eventually want to like differentiate, you know, between like attacking characters versus attacking locations. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah. Okay. My last location is the Wall from Brother Bear. Um, have you seen Brother Bear? Like when I was really little, I don't remember okay. a lot of it. So, the wall is where all the tribes, uh, all the members of the tribe, had painted their hand red and put it up against the wall. And like, mm. so the idea is like it's this like the wall of ancestors, right? And so, um, like I said, it's all about ancestors. And so it could interact somehow with the discard pile. So you're bringing back like people who came before oh, you. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I think Brother Bear is just filled with opportunities here um like the 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 mountain where they're like transformed um the like the skies and that that sky would probably be like more like an action or something of of affecting shifting characters but there's like tons of opportunities for brother bear to uh to play around with shifting and stuff Mm -hmm. and so um shifting and like dealing with ancestors and bringing people back so also, I tried to think about something Mulan, and I don't know what I would want to see. Maybe, like, the Shrine of the Ancestors, also, again, doing something, something I think like the wall. that would be a good one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Literally, or training sitting, camp. Mm, the training camp could increase. Add, like, strength or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, like, as we're sitting here, so many ideas are, like, popping in my head. I feel like we could do a whole bonus episode on just, just lo- locations. Yeah, we could go <laughs> about locations. Um, we could explore that, though, and maybe... Uh, see if we would want to do it invite a guest on and just all mm-hmm. of us like talk about our favorite locations well and we were planning on doing a bonus episode to a new one of the movies that is being featured in the next release right well we're going to do bonus episodes for all three movies yeah. before set three releases um and we're having one of our friends from organized play come and do that with us yes i'm very excited for that um and so i think it'll be fun watching that but also not even thinking about just characters and like items and stuff but now also locations mm-hmm. i think that'll be super fun yeah for sure. Hopefully, I won't cry during this bonus episode. So, I don't think you will, because what the it's Treasure Planet. Yeah, which I mean, no, Planet I was just isn't sad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a very happy ending, you know. So I think we're fine. And I also, think you're not gonna cry at Ducktales. I promise you that. Or Tailspin. Yeah, I've only seen Treasure Planet like once, oh, and okay. Ducktales and Tailspins I've never seen. Right. So, I think I think you're gonna love all of them. But I think, I think you're so. really going to love DuckTales. I just, the title of it, I feel like I'm going to love DuckTales too. Yeah. But yeah, Treasure Planet, I like liked it when we watched it. But I think 
need to watch it like another time or something. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of those like different Disney movies. Mm-hmm. It gives off more of like Atlantis vibes in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, it's kind of like oh, let's get a little experimental. Let's mm-hmm. like break away from our um, our usual recipe. Um, definitely what they did there, I think. Um, but I think it's the best age of Disney movies. Yeah, those ones are super fun. Okay, so for my cards of the week, we decided not to do, like, an overall card because we couldn't think of one, but, um, I think we both have two cards of the week. Mm -hmm. Um, so my first one is an amber card. Um, it's Piglet, a very small animal. Um, is Piglet a boy or a girl? I don't know. Or are they a they? (laughs) uh that would have been too modern for disney at the time true um i don't know i think it's a boy i I don't know but um it's a three play cost is inkable with a two defense four attack and two lore so you can get them out pretty fast get some lore and him paired with the rapunzel sunshine where you just exert her to move up to two damages i'll literally attack Mm -hmm. somebody with Somebody that does two or, like, less than four damages, and then I'll just heal him back up. It's really nice. So then he stays out there for a while. Yeah, you were able to do that combo really effectively at mm-hmm. this week's um, uh, organized play. Yeah. Um, you kept Piglet just... in for quite a while. Well, and then I also have... I also put out the Cogsworth that gives war to the other characters. Mm. So then it protected him even more. Yeah. Or it was resist. It gave resist to the other characters. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, and then my second card of the week is Christopher Robin Adventure. He is a six play cost, is inkable with a two attack and six defense, and he also has two lore. And then his ability is, will always be together whenever you write this character. If you have two or more other characters in play, gain two lore. So literally every turn if I had more characters, I just readied them up and immediately gained two lore. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, you were definitely climbing the lore ladder real quick. I'm starting to really like this, um, Amber Steel deck. Mm-hmm. It's gotten, now that I've, like, figured out how to play it and, like, figured out how to use, like, the healing abilities effectively, um, it's been really fun to play. Nice. Um, my cards, though, um, I've got a duo and a single card pick. Um, so the single card was Yzma Alchemist. Um, I used her a little bit when I, when we first got our decks and, um, the game released and I, like, hadn't played... Amethyst since then until very recently when we had enough cards. Yeah. Um, because uh Faith has dibs on Amethyst cards first and yeah, dibs we, on yeah. Sapphire. We decided that we each get one color that we get dibs on and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And so I have recently constructed my villain deck and I'm loving it, right? And then this Yzma Alchemist just came in clutch a lot of the times because um I was trying to like every time I got Yzma out there, it was just perfect for like checking it like her whole ability is whenever this character quests look at the top card of your deck either put it on the top or the bottom and it was perfect because i was looking for specific cards to work on a couple different strategies or combos i had built up and yzma was just perfect for letting me get that because most people just ignore her and so i was able to um keep finding the cards i needed by questing her and people were more concerned about taking out my other cards so it worked perfectly for um getting the shift characters out that i needed I think because when we first got that card, I never really used her ability because mm-hmm. I don't you always inked her. I don't necessarily like looking like I don't know. I just don't like doing that, and I think it's because I don't really have set strategies. Yeah. So I don't necessarily care. Whereas you like are looking for specific cards. Mm-hmm. 
The other thing that was helping me, though, was finding, like, making sure that the next card I could get, like, either I could keep it for some combo I, had, I was starting to set up, or it was at least going to be an inkable card. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like that is, like, the only way I would use it to, like, look and see if it's an inkable card. Mm. But I don't think I run into that problem enough to make it, like, yeah. to put it in a deck. Fair. So... Um, the other combo is the queen commanding presence with hey hey persistent presence, and so um, the queen uh, her ability is when she quests she adds four attack to a character of choice and she minuses four attack to a chosen character, and then um, and so I was able to just pair this with hey hey who came from set two with two attack and one defense, um, and even when. Um, like, pairing it up so I could re-ready Hey Hey to attack a second time and stuff, and so, like, still potentially receiving damage from bigger characters. Like, this Hey was still able to take out um, some of the bigger bigger glimmers on the on the field um, and just kept surviving. And even when he couldn't survive, he just went back to my hand. And mm-hmm. then usually, with two ink costs, I'm able to get him down the same turn anyways, and so re just restarting that strategy next turn again and again. And so um, I was able to control the battlefield pretty well by using uh, the Queen and Hey Hey together. Um, granted, the Queen's ability works with anyone, right? Yeah. But it was just nice to use on Hey Hey because he just goes back to your hand. Um, and he was such a low play cost that I'm able to just continuously get him back out. Well, and um, I think it also helps that um, the Queen that's before that one that you can, like, shift into, you mm-hmm. get those two, like, right at the beginning. Yeah. So you can get him out fast, and then since he's two. Also, I love how every single time you play Hey Hey, you make a comment of how much you love him. I... And then it also leads into the fact that you want to see him turn into a villain. I, I, s- I think every time. so bad. I think every time you play him, you're like, this is, like, you always bring up those two comments. We should also do a section, uh, or a, uh, yeah, a section on the podcast sometime where we just talk about like what we would like to see as like the reverse. So like, mm-hmm. what good, what good guys would we want to see as bad guy versions, and what bad guy versions would we want to see as good guys? And I think that would be a fun little mental exercise too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So those are our cards of the week. Scar wouldn't be in mine because oh. he can't be a good guy because he's just not. We're obsessed <laughs> with Scar. <laughs> Um, so organized play recap, we, it was like a pretty good turnout. There was six of us. Yeah. And one of them left like after the first round because mm-hmm. he had to go, but it was just the five of us. And I think it went really well. Like we played a couple, we played one five player and then a bunch of one-on-ones. A one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it but, was, but it was fun. Everyone's getting real comfortable with each mm-hmm. other since it's just the same people showing up every week. And so everyone's really friendly and like. We, I uh, you know, it's semi-trading, like, we're, you know, oh, I'll give you a few cards you're looking for to complete the set or whatever, yeah. and then someone will, like, give you cards right back, and so everyone's been really, um, it's almost like a little miniature community, no, which yeah, is what's it's, supposed to it's kind of be super nice, from, it's, from, so. we've all, and we've, like, met two, uh, like, two people that we, like, actually regularly hang out with now mm-hmm. at Organized Play, um, like, one of them was invited, the other one would have been invited to our engagement party too but she was out of town but one of them came and it was so fun and i'm really happy that we have friends that we met during this yeah that's been nice um but yeah it's been a nice little community and so we've been trading cards a lot which you know has been nice and people aren't concerned about the value Mm -mm. we're just concerned about helping each other out because we're the guys who we're the people who show up on a regular basis and you know are keeping the game going here locally so yeah i also found out one of the ladies that we play with um 
I was talking about going home for Thanksgiving. And she's like, oh, where's home? And I told her she's from the same town, mm-hmm. went to school with my Which, mom. It's a very small town. Yeah, very small town, 5,000 people. Went to school with my mom. I think she said she was a year younger. Knew my grandparents because she had both of them as teachers. And then also knew my mom's sisters because my mom and her sisters are all pretty close in age. So, like, they all would have, like, kind of been in school together. Mm-hmm. So, she just, like, knew all, like... I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like, it was so weird. And so I texted my mom that. And my mom was like, oh, my God, yeah, I remember her. And, like, it was just a really full circle moment. Um, somebody from my hometown, um, she always she passed away a few years ago. But she always said Weezer was the center of the universe. And as I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize how, like, true that is. Like, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of fun little coincidences and, and friendships that are popping up, though. Um yeah, I don't know what else to say that we're going to play other than it's just kind of usual round of funsies. Um, it was the third week for season two. Um, this weekend would be season four, but it did sound like our LGS is wanting to wait until after the holidays to give our rewards because they're not really expecting people to show up this weekend, which is very fair. It's two days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I'll be there. Um, and then immediately after going to my family's place, but you'll already be gone, so. Oh, also, they showed us the, um, little table tents. Oh, yes. I'm gonna change my mind a few episodes back. I laughed at the table tents, and I said, those are dumb. I don't understand why, but I saw them, I felt them. They're heavy cardstock. They are nice. Like, laminated. Um, Yeah, I, I definitely take my opinion back and say, okay, they are pretty nice looking. I like them. And I'm looking forward to whenever we have our first tournament and we actually get to start using those table tent cards um, for it because I think it'll just be cool. Mm-hmm. Be able to have our names and numbers on there so it'd be easy to find each other. But yeah. first step, getting more people in the local area yeah. to show up. <laughs> I think if everyone who's come through did show up for a tournament, we'd have enough people for a tournament. Mm-hmm. But we just don't, not everyone, you know, even somewhat consistently has shown up. Um, there's a very small group of people who sh- show up almost every weekend. So. Yeah, but like you said, it makes us, like, we're all comfortable with each other, and we, like, know each other, and now we have, like, conversations about our lives and, like, what's going on. Like, apparently that whole store knew that Michael was proposing, and it was yeah. just really fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that just reminded me of a story, but I forgot it. What was it? Um... Also... Y'all, you think, I think it's fun to add that we did our Christmas um, early because we were both too excited and we couldn't wait. Um, And so we opened our stockings and we both got each other Loracana cards in our stockings. And I just thought that was so funny. Shocking, right? I know. Um, Here's a story I remember, right? Oh, it's right there. I'm losing it again. That's what she said. Ha ha. Oh, at the end of organized play, we were getting ready to leave and... uh, our, the LGS owner came up and we were like, is anyone willing to teach one of our employees how to play? Um, just so they can, you know, answer questions and understand how to play. And I was like, oh yeah, we can do it. And they're like, are you, are you sure? Like, I don't, like, if you have stuff going on this whole day, I'm like, no, no, no. Our Saturday is literally just Lorcana. Except for that day because he had something else planned on that either. <laughs> Except for last week. <laughs> but we, we get up and then we eat breakfast just in time to go and play Lorcana for a f- the whole time that it's open. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately leave and we come and record this podcast, usually. Uh, and then 
And that's most of our day right there well, and, every Saturday. Yeah, and if that doesn't take up all the time, if we have time, then we'll go through cards and, like, fix our decks. Yeah. And, like, go through our cards. Like, it's and, Saturday yeah, is dedicated to Lorcana. Yeah. Like, even if my mom texts me on Saturday, she's like, I know you're doing Lorcana, but... <laughs> and then she'll, like, ask her a question, so... Yeah. Uh, I cannot believe how much this game is, like, taken over... It's so us. much fun, though. I know. It's, I don't feel bad about it at all. No. I'm just shocked at how much, like, we've met, we've become into it. Well, and I think it's even more fun. Like, it would be fun by yourself, but the fact that we're doing it together and we get yeah. to spend this time together with doing something that we both really like has been so much fun. I think that's a big reason why we've gotten so just, like, dived headfirst into it or have become so committed to it is because it's such an easy way for us to spend, like, really good, high-quality time together. Mm-hmm. Um... And just, like, really sink our teeth into something that we can collect and play together and, and like, talk about, so. Yeah, because, like, podcast. all Saturday, I don't think we're on our phones, like, at all Saturday. Yeah. Because we're just doing stuff together, which I absolutely love, so. Yeah. Lorcon is a blessing. <laughs> money sucker, but <laughs> we won't talk yeah, about that. Yeah, money sucker, too. But a blessing. Maybe we'd spot There are worse things we can spend our money on. We've got our usual two uh, packs for opening. Okay. All right. First up, we got a Mulan soldier in training, an Arthur trained swordsman, a Basil. Is it Basil or Basil? I think it's Basil. Of Baker Street. Okay. Another Rapunzel sunshine, a Doctor F. Suave opportunity. Opportunity. Let me see. Savvy opportunist. Okay. <laughs> I promise I can read. Um, beast forbidding rescue. Oh. <laughs> really struggling, baby. Uh, beast uh, forbidding recluse. Or recluse. If you it's want supposed to be, to be children's game. Why is this? Anyways. Um, a fairy godmother here to help. I think I'm going to add her to my deck because I really like her. Mm-hmm. Like a seven defense. Um, zero to hero. I love that card. Nick Wild got a Cobra Bubbles. Nice. Do we have him yet? We have one. Why isn't he in my deck? I don't know. Holy crap. He's a beast. Yeah. Um, a beast selfless protector. I also really like this card. I think I have one in my deck, so he might be on in mine too. And then we have a foil the queen regal monarch. Nice. Michael really likes that card. Also, Michael counted it up. I think you said we have opened almost ninety packs. Almost ninety packs that have not pulled an enchanted. Mm-hmm. He's pretty bitter about that. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have other people who have just like pulled multiples. Mm-hmm. And I've opened less packs. But I think it's because we, we're buying packs and we don't we haven't bought like a full box. And I feel like if we bought a full box, it'd be a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got What Do You Call Me? Improvise. Corella DeVille, Fashionable Cruiser. I think it's been a while since we opened a uh, Corella. Yeah. Mm, another piglet. Winnie the Pooh, Honey Wizard. I'm so upset that this isn't a full art one. Mm-hmm. Let the storm rage on. This was the one that you were saying we should get for my deck, so. Yeah. Happy about that one. Raya, warrior of. Kumandra? Yep. 
Yeah, we got another Jafar. Oh, God, I love that Jafar. I think I got four. Dreadnought. Right yeah. Jafar Dreadnought. What a beast. Got a pain. I got four. Teeth and Ambitions. Ambition. I think that's a new one for us. Yeah, deal two damages to chosen character of yours to deal two damages to another character. Mm, so you give yeah, yourself two damage, but yeah. but that would work really well on like the like if you were playing with like the goat that like Merlin goat. Mm-hmm. When you get rid of you get a lore. Like those cards. Um we have the huntsman and a foil queen of hearts sensing weakness. Nice. I think I think that would be the third one, and so I would add her to my deck. Yeah. That was pretty decent. Yeah, not bad. I got a couple cards I'm excited about. Mm Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for more tips, strategies, and updates in our future episodes. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and follow us on social media at Quest4Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, and TikTok. Thank you for joining us on Quest4Five. Until next time, keep summoning, questing, and may your inkwells never run dry. Mm